0: This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to bigheadsmedia.com for more great podcasts. You're listening to the Husker CuzCast Sports Show. Now, here's Justin Fielder, Derek Stafford, and Tyler Schaefer.
1: Hello, and welcome to the Husker CuzCast Sports Show. Justin here, along with the Cousins, Derek and Tyler Be sure to follow us on Twitter at HuskerCuzCast for all podcast updates and more. Well, we are in the midst of spring ball, and Tyler was able to witness spring practice on Saturday, along with 3,200 lucky Husker fans out there. Uh, So, Tyler, we're going to get right into this. Uh, First, describe the atmosphere of what it was like walking into Memorial Stadium after a COVID year.
2: I mean, it... it you know, let, let's go back. I, I also have not been in Nebraska a lot lately. I mean, I've probably been in Memorial Stadium once in the last half decade uh, being away and, you know, walking in. I mean, the the tunnel and you hear the announcements and, oh, my God. Like I to say I had goosebumps. I legit had goosebumps walking into the stadium. Um, it, it was that it was a really cool event they had.
1: So, uh so talk about how this practice was kind of set up and what was, what was it like for the fans witnessing everything there? Give us kind of uh set it up for us.
2: Yeah. So, you know, you, so you, so I got there about a half an hour before, um, you know, I wanted to get time to get my seat. And when I got to my seat about one fifty, 50, it was supposed to start at two fifteen. It was going that they, they were out there already doing drills. Um, I like, I had to look to see what time it started. Cause I felt like I was late. um, you know the whole practice. Um, you know there, there was music blaring, videos on the sidelines of just like the hype videos we've seen at all the practices the Huskers have released. Um, but it was a normal practice. Scott Frost did not address the crowd. There was nothing, uh, nothing special about this um, as far as any interactions between the coaches, the uh, field. There wasn't an announcer, but there was music blaring the whole time. Uh, which was kind of a cool thing. But yeah, it was, Uh, um, they, they were going. I mean, we walked in and, and right off the bat, like I got to my seat and they were doing drills right off the bat.
1: So looking at social media, like Twitter, uh, we're going to start with the wide receivers because it sounds like Omar Manning, he really stole the show. Uh, there was a lot of hype coming around from Omar Manning. So is there a real, is there truly hype around this guy?
2: I mean, he just looks different. Like, he just looks different. Uh, so I'll give an example. Like, uh, Torre. Um, I think a lot of people are really excited about him. He's a big-body receiver. You know, because of how his jersey was that, I thought it was Elante Brown on the field for the first, like, series that he was out there. You know, a lot of the guys I was constantly, like, trying to figure out. Omar Manning, he just looks Completely different than any other wide receiver, any other person we have on this roster. Um, is he the real deal? I mean, he he attacks the ball when he goes to catch it. He's big and he is fast. Um, you know, I think a play that's gotten a lot of buzz on social media. I don't know if there's been a good video, but probably one of the best plays he made all day was it was a uh it was basically a go route, and it was him versus Braxton Clark. And he beat up on Braxton. I mean, it was. I think he got two steps on him, went up, made the play over him. I mean, it was. He just beat what a lot of people consider to be one of our better corners, uh, in Braxton Clark. And he's and, a
1: bigger. He's a bigger cornerback.
2: Also, yeah. Like I mean, if you told me that Omar Manning was six six, I would believe that. He just. I mean, he looks just different than anyone else.
1: Are you gonna say Calvin Johnson like?
2: <laughs> I was thinking Met Klatt, like that guy from Seattle, that old Miss, old wide receiver that's no just kidding. jacked. He, just, he is thick.
1: Holy crap.
0: I, I think what excited me so much from reading Twitter, and, of course, I didn't get a chance to see the, the practice with you, but what, what, what excited me from, from Omar Manny about what I read on Twitter was they, they were talking about how he was going up and getting 50-50 balls so easily. Like, it wasn't even a challenge to him. Like It just – he made it look so easy to go up and get the fifty-fifty balls, and if he's doing that against a taller cornerback, man, that's going to be exciting to see what he does
2: against some of these smaller cornerbacks that we're going to face. You, you, one little thing with Omar again—I mentioned how he attacks the balls, like like a little like twelve-yard drag, like a you know he's sitting down, not a hard play to make. He's open, but like he went, his hands went towards the ball. Like, the ball wasn't hitting him in the chest. Like, he was going out, and he was, like, grabbing that ball. Like, he was stealing a kid's lunch money. Like, he was snagging <laughs> that mo. I mean, he was. And, you know, I mean, you you read it on Twitter. You saw it. Everyone talking about Omar Manning. There is reason. I mean, like, there, he made five of the ten best plays on Saturday. On Saturday. Like, he just... He looks really good.
1: I'm, I'm probably going to butcher it, but uh, Steve Sipple came out and he said something along the lines of uh, the the last person to have this that type of impact that Omar Manning had seen in practice uh, that he saw for the first time was Randy Gregory. And Randy Gregory was a... He was a physical specimen also. And so that's where Steve Sipple was talking. I'm like, wow, Omar Manning, because I... Derek, I mean, we were we were like kind of giving up on Omar Manning after last I, I year. I completely right? gave it up
0: on him. After all, after all the talk of him, he's not in pads. He's not doing this. He's not practice. After all this talk, all through last fall, and even at the beginning of this spring, it was like, oh, he's not in pads. Yeah, he's on the field, but he's not in pads. I, yeah, I was I was I was ready to give up on him completely. Yeah. Like I, I was just going uh, next guy up. Let, let's find somebody else going to do it because he's not.
1: But if they're elevating but, if some are after, elevating after them to that yeah.
0: after hearing all this my uh, the river that runs through my backyard turned red Kool-Aid fast.
1: Yeah. So let's let's hope he uh continues it because he's got a lot of Husker fans excited and that's their wide receiving core that there's a lot of question marks. So let's uh do you have anything else to say about Omar Manning there, Tyler?
2: No, I mean I again, I mean I think that you you I I just wanted to highlight, like, I mean, he just again, all the catches, all the jump balls, all aside, but like he just wait, I'll tell you this much. You will never mistake him in a game. If he's on the field, like I mean, he whatever you thought he was going to look like, like, he he just he is big and fast and like I don't know what his speed is compared to some of the other guys, but it's definitely not slow and But he just his size is just something to behold. So there's a reason why the
1: coaching staff says that he's a Sunday type of guy. Because he's got the Sunday body, right?
2: Yeah, I mean I I mean I'm not an NFL expert. I don't know how many guys on Sunday have that kind of frame at wide receiver. Wow. I, I mean he I mean, I it's hard to really put into perspective, but like Deontay Williams, like I like I think he's a big physical safety, like it looks like, and again, this didn't happen, but it looks like if he went to block Deontay Williams, this mute, that he Omar would run through him. Like, he is bigger than any other besides offensive linemen and linebackers and the, like linemen, he's just bigger. He's I think he's bigger than Austin Allen. Like, and maybe he just built more, maybe not weight-wise, but like just muscular. Like he just is he's a he's a he's a bad man. <laughs> So let me let me ask you this. I know
0: you were already kind of high on the wide receivers to begin with, but uh with what you've seen, is wide receivers now looking to become a strength of this offense? Wide receivers We've all in, had big question marks on these wide receivers.
2: Yeah, I I you know, I, I don't know if I'm gonna go that far. I here's what I will say wide receiver at the end of that practice left me the most confused. Um you know, I thought going into this this practice... and I, I actually was probably higher on Omar Manning. I still had him competing for a starting spot um, with Torrey. I thought Falk and Betts were the like the two obvious starters. But not, Torrey was with the ones... Like what I would call the first wide receiver group. The first one that every time they went out in the field for the drill with Adrian Martinez... And Cam Jurgens and Ben Hart and uh, Corcoran... Like there was... Austin Allen, there were consistently uh, eight guys that always came out first. And then there was three guys that kind of rotated throughout the day. The three wide receivers were Lever, uh, Lure, I'm going to butcher his name, Torrey, and Oliver Martin. And I will say Oliver Martin, like, I I was kind of occasionally watching Adrian Martinez talking to people on the sidelines. He sure seemed to be budding up to Oliver Martin. Um, and, And I say all this to say, like, with the exception of Torrey, like, I thought Oliver Martin would play. I thought Omar Manny was going to compete. Um, obviously, Elante Brown didn't practice. But, like, I, I mean, I didn't I didn't think uh, – I mean, I, I, I just didn't think those would be the three guys that every time came out there first. Um, maybe they won't start. I'm not going to say they're for sure starting. Um, I'm not saying they looked the three best on Saturday. Uh, but I'm just saying, like, it was interesting to me that those guys seemed to have, like – consistent first first reps
0: well, so, it so it sounds like a good problem to me to have because it sounds like we have a lot of wide receivers that are capable of running the offense
2: well yeah and and I, I i don't know how far we want to go down this but like i i joke there was a jamie nance sighting like jamie nance looked good and he was consistently out there with the twos i would say that he was getting in reps quicker than xavier betts and again, Xavier Bets, which is he a, should. It's his third year in the system, third, fourth year in the system, whatever it is. I mean, Derek, where did you? I mean, did you? If you had to pick who you thought was going to be your number one wide receiver, I mean, I had it as Xavier Betts. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. After what he did, what but kind he's a of red recruit? Shirt he was, freshman,
0: yeah. It's a redshirt. I mean, so so it's not shocking to think that maybe he's still not picking up the offense quite as much as the other guys. But but like but over. But Vance, I still, expect to, I mean, him, I still Vance? expect to see
1: him behind. I still expect
2: to see him. I still expect to see him a lot this this fall, and I still expect to see him start as of today. But Will Nixon got in before uh, Xavier bats, and there was a lot of hype on Will Nixon. I there was one of the reporters, I can't remember which, which one it
0: was. I want to say it was uh, either McEwen or Sipple maybe, but I could be I could be completely wrong on that. That put it out there that Will Nixon was uh, going to be Wondell Robinson's replacement, and they didn't think it was gonna, he was going to miss a step. Again, I don't know if I'll go that
2: I mean, far, but huge. I will, say, I will I, Okay, say, uh,
0: all, all I'm saying is I'm not saying that that's necessarily true, but it's huge praise. Yeah, it's huge praise. Like, like he's doing something right in order for somebody to say something like that, and, and it wasn't like just some random fan saying it. I mean, it's 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 a media guy saying saying something out there that he he he's, he's hyping him up, and I don't know that he's doing it just to say it.
1: So who were the twos? Tyler at wide receiver.
2: So I would, I would have defined the two as Falk, Manning, Nixon, and um, Nance. It, 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 again, it depends on the I, – I did. Omar Manning seemed like he was always out there with that second bunch. The other three guys, I don't know if there was a rotation, um, if they were doing that. Again, I don't know how the coaches manage it, like if they just say, you know, go. Um, but Will Nixon, you brought him up. I just want to bring this up. A lot of the you know, wide receiver routes and scrap stuff you saw, you saw a wide receiver motion to the backfield. Um, what, either they stayed back there or they went all the way through. It was an interesting formation. Will Nixon was the only wide receiver that I saw or noted took a carry. Um, so you bring up Wondell Robinson, you know, whatever that means, uh, could you see him be a guy that takes a couple carries out of the backfield? Possibly.
1: Interesting. Uh, let's talk about quarterbacks now, because everybody wants to know: Do we have the the new high speed uh, Adrian Martinez? I mean, is it the new Adrian Martinez, or is it what do we what do we get here?
2: It's Adrian Martinez. Um, I you know I I don't know. You know I you know it's hard to tell exactly. Let's just talk with Ruddy. It's hard to tell at practice because obviously there's no contact. I, I would think that Adrian I thought looked as capable of a runner as we saw. I think definitively he looked like the best passer.
1: So how was his uh, passing? Has he taken a step forward in downfield passing?
2: I he, I mean, I I guess my thing is is compared to what? Like Adrian Martinez, I don't think he was inaccurate in pa- downfield passing last year. I don't think he. Just, I just don't think he did it. I mean, I think I don't think I caught him throwing like a twenty five yard plus ball and like sailing it. Um, you know, I think he looked overall very accurate in the drills. Um You know, I, I so yeah, I mean I think I, again I think he looked like clearly the best passer on Saturday. Okay. I mean there was and a co- there's there a couple balls this, he threw this. over people's heads, but they weren't like on a deep throw it would more be like a 15 yard like there was a play that will nixon i don't know what the route was if it was a post or a drag and adrian sailed it over his head and then right away adrian and frost started talking to nixon which made me feel like it was a route miss by nixon uh but it was a horror. i mean but just looking at the result like on a if it was a game day you'd be like oh that was a terrible throw by martinez but by the way that frost and Adrian talked to him, like, it looked like it, it was clearly a route run wrong. So, I, I don't know. Again, read into that what you will, but.
0: Again, I think this is where it's good to hear, I guess, you're you're grounding me a little bit because everything I read on Twitter made it sound like Adrian Martinez looked like a stud. Hendrik Harburg was spinning the ball better than anybody they've seen. And so I'm sitting here thinking, geez, we're, we're golden – Wide receiver and running back, or quarterback.
2: Yeah, I, I mean,
0: I mean, like, I mean, you
2: look at the routes. Derek
0: like, Peterson, Derek Peterson, who's not normally all that high on everybody, even had a lot of big tweets that were like, "Wow,
2: they look good." Yeah, I, I mean, I, I guess I, I think they look good. I mean, I, I think what I will say is, I think Adrian looked like the best, and I think that that if you want to say who the second best passer on the team is, like it i don't know if it's matzer I, I mean he has a he looked like he had a weird throwing motion a little bit um you know but it it was i thought adrian clearly looked like the best and then go from there
1: so if 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 you had to guess who who the number 2 guy coming out of the spring is going to be did you even see enough to even guess
0: I mean, I, I didn't one, see name, it one name you haven't even brought up is Logan Smothers.
2: What did he look like? Like, so uh, Logan Smothers probably looked the worst passing of anyone, but it was such a like small difference. Like, I found myself like often like looking at like really having to focus who was in at quarterback because I don't know if I noticed a difference. I mean, Logan looked quicker than the rest. Obviously, we know at Nebraska, like, it's not a pro-style offense. Um, I think one of the highlight real plays or, that have been talked about, I don't know if there's been video, but JV on Wright's one-handed interception. Um, right. Great interception. The play of the day. What is not said about it is how poor of a throw ball that was by Logan Smothers. Oh, right. Really? Like, <laughs> like i mean the wide receiver like that ball should have been thrown 5 yards further and and then it's a touchdown all day logan sailed that thing and like i don't even know who the wide receiver on the route was but had to come back and right just snagged it out of the air with one hand um but i but again i think logan's mothers i had heard, i had heard a lot of negative about his passing and again i don't think there was a noticeable difference. I think he looked good in the, the drills. Obviously, my eyes went to the quarterbacks during the drills. When the individual units were out there, I mean, 75% of the time, I was watching the quarterbacks. Yeah. and So so Logan, Logan Smothers is pretty much a good replacement for
0: uh, McCaffrey. Yeah. I mean, again, obviously never seen McCaffrey practice. I think yeah, Adrian Martinez is passer. the guy. Like, he ran the ball well, but yeah. he wasn't a great passer.
2: Let's put it this way. It, you know. Adrian Martin, there is not going to be a quarterback it based off of Saturday's practice you will not hear a quarterback battle emerge this I mean it's Adrian's job
1: so which,
0: I, which is a which is not a uh shock or surprise at all no I don't think I don't think anybody thought we were going to go into this with a true quarterback competition.
2: And, and again, I don't want to make it sound like it was him or bust. Like the other guys, look capable. Like they, they definitely they made their throws. They made their like runs. Um, you know, when there was a window, like you saw, it. Logan Smothers. Again, I think he looked like the second best athlete out there besides Adrian Martinez. Like, I mean, he. There was a play that. It, again, it's hard to tell what how much the defensive line lets up at the end or not. But there was a scramble that he had. That he got out and run like, wow, he can move.
1: So for some reason that Adrian Martinez get knocked out gets knocked out in a game this coming year, is there a guy that you have full confidence that could come and run the, the offense? After what you've seen. Where is it, Jury It's still so on?
2: limited. It's so limited. Yeah. Um <laughs> I, I would be if Adrian missed significant time, I would I, I have a little I think one of the questions that came out is, do, does Nebraska need to go, get a new backup quarterback? Right. Like, do we do we need another guy on the roster? And I don't know that, and I, I don't know if I want to say for sure yes, but I would probably, like, there, there was no one pushing Adrian. Like, he looked like the best runner, the pa- best passer, hit the most zip on his balls. Like probably the most accurate, like it take whatever you think of Adrian Martinez, like that's, there's no one close to him on that roster right now.
0: All right. Well, let's get to the real question that everybody is just pondering right now. And
2: what did Cam Jurgens snaps look like? Okay. So interesting. I'm glad you brought that up. So I started when I got there, I started writing down Cam jurgens snap count and I put good snaps Bad snaps, and I stopped because I had taken too many pages of notes, and I couldn't keep track. I, I didn't want to keep going back to that first page. But he was twenty-two of twenty-two when I stopped counting. That's good. That's um, good.
0: Good. So I think that will change the offense around dramatically. It's just getting good snaps every time.
2: Yeah, I mean, I there there was one snap, and I and this is after I had stopped counting that I would classify as a poor snap. It was outside a little bit, but, um, but it, it wasn't a high snap. It wasn't at the the ankles. It wasn't at the knees, but yeah, I think Cam looked pretty good snapping the ball.
1: What about the rest of the offensive line? Uh, sounds like there's a lot of rotation there at the guard positions.
2: Yeah. Tackles. I, I Again, I, and I, I should have mentioned this at the beginning, like, if someone listens and said, hey, I was at that practice, Tyler, and, you know, one time at wide receiver, Levi Folt came out first. I, I could have missed something like that. Like, I, I fully acknowledge that, like, I may have missed this. But it's, go- it's a lot for one person to try and yeah, pay uh, attention to. I but, but I tried to pay attention to this. But, like, tackles that uh, Corcoran and Benhart, I think, came out first every single time. Juergens definitively came out first every time. Um at guard, it was interesting because there was a little bit of rotation. Um, it was either uh, Citrum and uh, Piper were together, and then Bond, uh, Brock Bondo and um, and uh, um, Banks uh, were together. And they, I don't want to say pure rotated first first snaps, but um, at least one of the drills, um, Bondo and... Uh, Uh, Banks came out first Um, and what about Trent Hickson is he he primarily at center now I I didn't see him at guard at all
1: okay
2: and he was our number two center I mean he was always out there second um I you know not putting obviously I didn't see any evidence of this but my suspicion is the coaches feel like he is comfortable enough at guard um but I thought the interesting thing about the guard, though, is that Ethan Piper wasn't out there first every single time. Like, I would have thought he was definitively the guy. I, but I think that's a good thing, right? Like, somebody's pushing him. Yeah.
0: Like, he's not going to be handed a job. He's going to have to be pushed. Right? Yeah. That's good.
2: Yeah, I, I, again, not not a bad thing. Um, and then I guess it, as we're going through this, uh, and the, I, I don't know where you guys want to go, offensive line evaluations or um, –
1: yeah, keep keep it going with the offensive line. What else do you have to offer?
2: Yeah, I mean, I I think that um, I had read and heard some stuff that made it seem like the defensive line was winning a lot. Um, I I would say that the defense probably won. The defense pushed the offense for sure. Um, I I don't know if I said that I would say that the defensive line completely overpowered um the offense of line um i i i will say i did not leave that practice thinking that the the 90s pipeline is back in session i i don't think that's where i'm at not quite there yet huh they they look good i mean they they they're big they're physical um you know but but yeah i mean i think overall i, I nothing really significant there
0: I, so so I got another question for you I'm gonna move on from offensive line here and uh talk about the other player that I think everybody's excited to hear about and want to know what he's doing Thomas Fedoni. well did he, was he lined up with ones at all or is he pretty much back pretty far yet yeah
2: yeah so let me I guess clarify a little bit how practice what from what I saw is you'd always have the first group go out and they'd run one or two plays with the first uh, with Adrian Martinez. And then you'd see other guys start rotating in. So like, like Omar Manny definitely took snaps with Adrian Martinez. Um, other guards came in. You started seeing rotations, and so Adrian would do like, if it was seven on seven, he'd do like ten plays, making that number up. And then all of a sudden, then the new quarterback would come in, and then you see the guys kind of rotate through it again. Um, so so there was that. Um, Fedoni, I would have classified him more as the number three guy. Um, I think he was a third tight end in um he made a really good play, a really big play um you know uh, I, I don't remember who was on him but it, he made a really good play at one point in the scrimmage uh, I, he he did pop. I mean he looked good um again, it's hard to say there's only a few guys I would have said that really popped in the practice' it's like wow.
0: Well, that's that's difficult for a true freshman yeah. first spring. I mean, yeah. I, I again, but he, but he was, I, I think I think everybody's curious to know what he was doing.
2: Yeah, I mean, he made he made a really really good uh, play. At me, I would have in practice it would have been a big touchdown. Um, he looked he looked comparable to Austin Allen. Like when I saw him out there, get like if I was going to pair him and Austin Allen or him a vocal act, what what I saw of them, like. I didn't see a major gap. Like there was a couple times when you see some of the backups get in, you're like, "Oh, there's a gap there." Uh, I, I I didn't see it with Fanone. I think he's right there, and that and that's good praise considering how highly I think we all think of Austin Allen. Right.
0: Absolutely. I mean, that's that's huge praise, really, coming in as a true freshman and there's not a big gap already. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's that's it that gives me a lot of promise for that kid.
1: So let's talk about uh, running backs here. And running backs kind of uh, taking a little bit of a back seat to the interest level due to all the injuries. You know, Marquis Stepp, he's out. A guy that we thought was going to come in because we've heard a lot, uh, Gabe Irvin, he was out. Several other guys are out. So what did you make out of that running back position group there?
2: Well, again, kind of looking at the guys who came out first, it was either Scott or Tompkins. Um, I think they both look good. They were the Um,
1: only scholarship uh, running backs that were healthy anyway, right?
2: They were. um, They were. uh, I, you know, I'll I'll get to that uh, interesting drill um, here in a second. But I think both those guys look good. Um, Yaunt. um, John Key's yaunt. um, I think he has
0: got a little bit of praise. Sounds like he's going to be the Wyatt Mazur of spring. Like, everybody's so high on him already.
2: Yeah, I will say, though, like, there was a couple drills and, that I watched him on, and, like, he is a guy that, like, he he's bigger, he is, um, I don't know if he's quicker, but, like, he ran through the drills a little bit more than some of the other guys, and, and not saying the other guys, like, let up, but, like, he definitely finished the drills, um, I he was probably the number three running back coming out a lot of the times again with only two scholarship guys. Um, I thought he looked good. I, I think he looked good. I mean if I again, I think both Tompkins and Scott very very little difference between the two and actually running the ball. Where the difference was there was a drill that was like right in front of me so I watched like every of this. It was uh running back Ryan held led it. it was with linebackers and running backs and it was like pass protection. And the, the linebackers were like rushing in. Like there was like two or three linebackers lined up and you didn't know who it was. And one of them would start rushing. And the running back had to go block them. And Oh my God, did that make me nervous looking at a running back pass protection Oh really? Like, or, or you love our linebackers, Billy, the bull rush. Uh, you I think got bull rushed pretty hard by Jackson Hannah once, um, uh, like All right, so Jackson Hannah sighting. I love it. Jackson Hannah siding. Um, but I would say in that drill, the majority of the time I would I would have def- defined the win at the linebacker. I think Marvin Scott, the 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 couple times I saw him do it, I don't know how many times he did. He he won both of his like he he was physical, and again I I don't know necessarily who he was going against, but um, but he he looked good uh, doing that.
1: All right. Uh... Derek, anything else to offer on or ask about running backs?
0: Oh, man. No, I, it's so hard with running backs just because so many people are missing right oh, now. Tyler, have
1: thought of something.
2: Well, so I, I will say with running backs, so obviously a lot of running backs were out. And I will say that most of the running backs, like, with the exception of Step, they were in a hoodie and jeans. Hoodies? Um, what? Yeah, they're in hoodies or jerseys, I guess. Jerseys maybe uh, is a better way to say it. Steph was like on a cart. He was in a walking boot in a cart, um, which backs up the fact that he's out all of spring. Sevian Morrison, I will say, of the backs that weren't padded up, like there was a couple times I saw notice him doing drills on the sidelines. Um. Maybe he's just that anxious to get back on the field. Maybe he really that close to being back on the field. Uh, I I don't know what you read into that, but um, you know, at least appeared like he was actively engaged in like some of the stuff and like trying to warm up. Not that the other guys were goofing off or anything by that, but like like it was just interesting to see sometimes like a grad assistant grabbing him and like he was doing a couple drills with him on the sidelines.
1: All right, let's move over to the defense, and I'm just gonna—I mean, I'm just gonna group defense all together. What did you see out of the defense?
2: Oh, God, that's such a horrible way to introduce this. It segment. is. Uh, it, I, I, I,
1: don't, I don't. know how to uh, I, go in depth. That's. was. You're, I only, you're only. one set of eyeballs with a field of you know 120 dudes out there. I mean, I, I know. I know what you had yeah. thought what you want to look at going into practice so I can't fully expect you to notice everything on defense but
2: have at it I I, I, I guess I'll start with you know obviously Omar Manning got a lot of praise but the the best player on this team is the other number five Um, Cam Taylor Britt you know a couple of the defensive back drills I watched that saw them run um, it looked like he was the fastest defensive back there was a play that uh, it was a I don't even know what the play was. But Levi Falk went to try to block Cam Taylor Britt. And Cam Taylor Britt was having none of it. And he put him on it. He put Falk on his ass. I think it was Falk. And I apologize if it wasn't. But that's who I thought it was. That's who I wrote down it was. Um, He had a great interception on a play. Um, Yeah, I I think Cam Taylor Britt. I mean, not shocking, but... Clearly looks like the best defensive back or defensive player. Um, Overall, I think the defense looked good. Um, You know, I think that Will Honus and JoJo Doman um, didn't look like they were taking a lot of... They they were padded up, but they were sitting out a little bit um, in some of the drills, especially some of the more... There wasn't a live scrimmage at any point, but... The eleven on elevens, they they were seeming to sit out most of them, um, which kind of allows them maybe some other guys to hit the field.
1: Uh, what about defensive line? Any anything that stood out to you on the defensive line there? I mean, I know we're pretty stocked and set there, but
2: no. I mean, it was it was the guys that you expected. I mean, again, I think the, a lot of the reports made it sound like the defensive line won the offensive line um Ty Robinson's a big dude I, I I guess that would you know as as much as Omar Manny stood out I think Ty Robinson kind of on the defensive line really stood out as the guy that's like wow he he's a he's a little bit bigger than the rest um but yeah I don't know if there's much else on the defensive line I mean Casey it was Casey Rogers um Damian Daniels and uh, Ty Robinson, and not, not a really big shock there.
1: Did Damian Jackson stand out at all during this whole practice from at any point, whether it's on the field or just like his motivation? I don't know. No. You, so, okay. All right.
0: Uh, you, you just totally you just totally burst Justin's You bubble. burst
1: my bubble, man. I thought you were going to say something. I was like, yeah.
0: So, all right. Let, let's get into the real question here and talk about – you talked about Cam Taylor Britt, and we all know who what he is and who he is.
2: Uh, but who's on the other side? Every single time that I I wrote down it was always quit Newsome. Every Newsom si- really. Every single time. Um, yeah, I mean it was uh, those were those were the two. I mean, yeah, ev- every single. Um, wow. Th- those are so Braxton f- Clark just wasn't really much of a factor. I mean, he was out there at the twos. He looked fine. I I was I. You know, Nabi. If you're asking me to say who, I would say if I was to guess based off that practice, who who looked what? I'd say Braxton Clark their fourth quarter, which is not a bad. Which I I thought Joseph looked a little bit better than him. Um, but uh, but yeah, every single time the four that went out there at defensive back was uh. The the two safeties that you'd expect. Um that again. And then um CTB and uh Newsome. Linebacker was interesting. I felt there was some rotation at linebacker. It was kind of honestly hard for me to follow. Like I felt like I saw some two defensive line sets and there was like five linebackers in at times. Um but at linebacker you you, you saw uh Wright was getting a lot of first team snaps. Um, which was shocking. And again, but JoJo did not seem like he was partaking. Um, well, I, uh, think they, I think they had mentioned that he was a little banged
0: up, and they were being pretty cautious with him anyway.
2: And and then you saw um, Heinrich um, and uh, uh, Reimers at the inside backer, and then you saw Nelson, Caleb Tanner, and Javion Wright uh, were really the guys.
0: What about Hilarious Payne? Did
2: you see much of him or I, you know, again, there's a couple guys that I felt like I heard things about afterwards that just didn't stand out to me. So no, I did not see much of Payne. Um I saw his hair know, on the I know, sidelines. I know there's
0: been there's been a lot of talk about him this spring too. Yeah, I mean I saw I, his I don't hair. know about this particular practice, but there's been a lot of talk about him.
2: I mean, you, you you could see him on the sidelines, um but no no I didn't really see a whole lot of him making plays or and at least with ones I really tried to pay attention to. I mean, defensive backs were a lot easier to identify who was always out there cuz they're a little bit of sure. ways away and on an island.
1: Yeah.
2: Um and then but like the number 2 at DBs, I would have said would've been Joseph Clark, uh Noah Gates and Miles Farmer. Probably not really a shocker there. Um But yeah. What about
0: Jordan Riley? Is he getting in the rotation on the defensive
2: line much? Or um, he, he pressed me last year. Yeah, I, again, a defensive line. Um, I, I'll, I'll be, I did not pay a lot of attention to the number twos. I was trying to, I always kind of missed right. the number twos by the time I got to the defensive line. I was trying to get to the top to the back. Um, oh, that's understandable. I, I didn't mean to put you on a spot. Oh, that's fine. Curious. Yeah, I don't think I, I, I don't think that that's probably the one position group I did not. That and offensive line, I never actually got the whole number twos written down. Um, it's too close contact.
1: So, what about some newcomers that stood out to
2: you? Well, I think you got to start with Javion Wright. Um, I mean, I mentioned him with the ones. Um, you know, he had the play of the practice with that one-handed interception, even though it was a poorly thrown ball. Um, it, you know, it was a really good play. Um. I, I, I want to throw out a couple names that I had never heard of um, and, and that I thought looked pretty good. Um, and I don't know. I I would bet they don't see the field come uh, fall. But I would not be shocked if these guys make a spring game impression on people. Isaiah Harris at running back.
1: Isaiah uh, Harris.
2: Yeah. Isaiah Harris is a – That's a new a, name to me. Uh, yeah. Never heard of him. Uh, he is a – from Omaha. He's a freshman. Um. No idea. I, I I think I like he may have been from like Burke or something, but like, um, yeah, he, he looked pretty good at running back. And then probably the best guy, um, was a redshirt freshman from Lincoln, Austin Jablonisky. uh, number 47 wide receiver, uh, stood out, probably made two or three of the better catches at wide receiver, um. He was kind of diving, jumping all over, um, moving around. Looked pretty good.
1: Who was he playing with? Uh, not, threes.
2: Yeah, that's a, that's an odd number for a wide receiver.
1: C- that's kind yeah, of what it, I was thinking, also.
2: Yeah, it definitely. Um, yeah, it definitely kind of stood out a little bit. Um, well, that, that Yant, uh, ja-
0: Jaquez uh, Yant.
2: Yeah, and yeah. I, I
0: had heard of him before this practice, but this up until the spring, I really didn't know who he was.
2: Yeah, I I hadn't either. And then the other guy that kind of stood out a little bit, another kind of newcomer, is a team of Muga, 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 Muga I'm going to butcher that name.
1: You've butchered I'm like, like damn near every I, single name. I, I mean, two
2: of Our <laughs> listeners know that you butcher names. God No, I mean, I thought Clemets, I mean, he was mostly in with the twos and threes. Um, but I thought he looked good. I, again, for a guy that we all thought kind of could have contributed last year, like I was like, I could see him out there. Oh, and I—I I almost but forgot the other guy that probably actually looked about the best of out of them, and uh, is the transfer linebacker Chris. Uh, uh, yeah, thank you, Derek.
1: No, I'll just say it for you. Before say you it, Tanner. Say it.
2: No, no, Derek got me. <laughs> no, he looked good. He had a couple really good plays. He was consistently in with the two linebackers. I, I, heard, would, I would imagine he's a fourth linebacker. He, he sounds like he's having a hell of a spring too.
1: I guard. heard that he struggles he's, in coverage though. Did you notice that?
2: No, I, no. I mean, again, with the exception of like Braxton Clark, like unless it was like a one-on-one, yeah. like if it was over the middle, like I, my eyes just weren't going to that because I was so focused on who the wide receivers were. Right. Okay. That's fair.
1: Well, good. I mean, those are some good names to be looking out for. Uh, I'm, I'm really jealous that uh, I wasn't there, but I was not going to drive from Waco. <laughs> can,
2: can, can we do one last with special teams?
1: Oh, you got something to offer on special teams? Go for it.
2: Well, I, I don't have a lot, but I think the first thing that was interesting to me is, and again, I mentioned to you at the beginning of this, that I, I felt like I almost got there late. Even though I got there 30 minutes early, like they were already doing drills. But the, the, the perception that they start the practice with special teams was not what I witnessed. Uh, but what they did is they sprinkled special teams throughout the practice. Uh, so, you know, they'd wrap up seven on seven, and then the punting unit would come out there. Um, they, uh, you know, they, they, they'd do a 11 a 11, and then they'd bring out the kickoff unit. And. Um, All right.
0: Well, before you before we go too far. Who, who was doing the better punny? Was it Cerny or Perserster? Perserster. He, he was. He looked like the better punter? Yeah. Okay. Because uh, Daniel Cerny. Every, I know. He's, a, he's an Australian punter. Everybody's
2: got high hopes for him. And- yeah. Yeah. I, 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 was, I mean, again, without knowing what they were. Tr- I don't know if they were just going for length every single time. I don't know if there was different, like, directions. Like, try to hit this one higher in the air. Or, I mean, I don't know. But yeah, I, I don't think there was every turn they, they would be three guys punting and every I would say there. Um but 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 it was interesting they they just sprinkle I like wrote down the times like every time they brought special teams on it was about like every twenty minutes they'd rotate, bring special teams back out there. Um But and the, and, the, and there was a decent amount of time, and I thought special teams was interesting. So like when they were punting they weren't doing like a full punt unit at all their practice. So they, when they do that, like the why the the, I guess the, what the hell you call the people on the outside of punting, the runners, not the runners, the gunners. The, gunners. the gunners. Like they they were doing drills on the sidelines and they were very active. Um, you know, a lot of players were very active as special teams. There was like, I would probably say eighty percent of the roster was partaking in special team drills. Uh, but the interesting thing, I, the only thing they did not do was punt return. Uh, but kickoff return, uh, the very first person back there was Cam Taylor-Brett. Uh, and, and he
1: said that he was going to be contributing.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah. Oliver Martin was back there, but um, the very first one Can was. Can I just say, I just want
0: to reiterate this. I said this from the first time I ever seen Cam Taylor-Brett give an interview. I love that kid. Oh, my God. Like He is like. All time, awesome Husker. Yeah. He is. I, I love watching his interviews. He's always got a big smile on his face. He, I mean, he just always talks so well, and he just he, he backs up with his play. Like, and, and now he's saying he wants to be on the field at all times. Like, he don't even want to leave the field for offense. So, like this, this kid's so awesome. I love him.
1: So I guess it's kind of a stupid question since it's open up to the media and uh, fans. You know, you already saw him on special teams. And he said that he they have packages from him on offense. I'm taking it that you never saw him line up on offense at no. all of this practice. Yeah, okay. No. Just making sure. I, I mean, be,
2: But I, I get, I mean, there there is, I mean, you know, last year I think this point in the season there was like, who was our best player? Was it, you know, going in the year, was it Wandale, was it Adrian? There, like, there was nobody on defense being mentioned.
0: I mean, he he is.
1: I mean, That's he not just, true, Derek.
0: I mean, oh, did you mention Jacob Winemaster again last year?
1: Oh, Tyler's got a Zach Winemaster story.
2: <laughs> I do have a Zach Winemaster story. I don't know what was going on. I don't remember what the drill was, but the the there was some drill going on, and um, the running backs were doing, like, passing routes. And, like, they are off in their little corner. They are doing, like, little, like, curl routes. And I don't know if they were just goofing off or – but uh winemaster was the the quarterback he was he was playing quarterback really? for them and uh mm-hmm. uh i'm all I'm thinking I was like, man if he gets in the game w- watch the halfback pass <laughs> yeah
1: that would that would be awesome
2: um but no i mean uh yeah but um the, the Connor Colt did not practice um and so i uh I, I was writing down like um, Tyler Crawford. Um, I think he made like a forty some yard field goal. Um, I think I seen that it was like a forty six yard field yeah, goal. Yeah, he I made a pretty good deep one. Um, but so they the, I mean obviously the kickers looked good what they did with uh, but it's kind of a moot point with no Connor Culp out there because everyone knows he's the guy. Who was doing kickoffs? They didn't do ki- they No one was doing kickoffs. Well, they, how they had, it was KF Taylor Britt on there on kickoff drills. They, they, they had a little machine shooting it out there. And it was oh, okay. basically yeah. – they, they had the, guy, the oh, coverage oh, oh, guys. <laughs> so is the, that it, the it was,
1: only way that we could kick that deep? Maybe.
2: <laughs> maybe. <laughs> oh, well,
0: maybe yeah. we need to talk to the NCAA though. I'll just maybe allow that. Oh, yeah, but, but yeah.
2: like, it was, it was funny with the kickoff drills though because it was offensive, defensive guys. So the defensive guys were wearing white. Offensive guys were wearing red. But obviously with special teams, they all there, but they had them wear uh, hats – they had them, like, wear these, like, little, like, blue and orange, like, stocking caps over their helmets. And it looked pretty ridiculous. Um, I,
1: I saw photos. I was like,
2: uh. I mean, you got to think you could put, like, a better jersey. But what I will say about practice, though, I think a lot has been made about the pace of play at practice. Um, and, you know, I, I won't say, like, it wasn't, like, jarring fast. But it was like I would be interested to see what the first practice looked like because it was like one drill ended and it was like boom, you were at the next drill. And it was very, very low time. There was no water breaks. There was no like <laughs> like I mean guys drank water. They had water guns and Gatorades on the sideline, but there was no breaks. It was it was one thing ended, the next thing went. It was very matter of fact. Um and I, I just, I was imp- impressed with like the whole flow of practice. Um, the the one disappointing thing for me, they did do an Oklahoma drill, and the way the players lined up, they both lined up on each side of it, and I was like on row six, so like I'm really like level with the field. I couldn't see one person in the whole Oklahoma drill, and like what was going on. That was probably the most disappointing. It's thing called the for Nebraska
1: me. drill in Lincoln.
2: Okay. <laughs> but yeah not I mean, but I get I think that I, I just I want to give a tip of the cap because I thought I, I know why they did this it had honestly nothing to do with the fans like this was all about recruiting but it was cool like it was just like because it was a real practice it wasn't shenanigans it wasn't like hey let's play a game of like 500 ha 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 like it was oh yeah it was a real practice <laughs> like it could play, have easily turned into that
1: playing punt returns, punt returns with the offensive lineman or something.
2: Yeah, it could have easily turned into it, and that would have been fun, right? That could have been yeah. fun, but this was, I mean, and again, the fact that Frost didn't address the crowd, which I guess some people be like, well, why he didn't say thank you or anything? Um, I, I'm
1: glad he didn't. I'm glad that they played, did a practice, and they didn't play to the crowd, and yeah. didn't do any of the yeah. So that, that was pretty it, cool
2: and and i did find it interesting what frost was doing and again i obviously didn't watch him the whole time but like you know i i kind of always thought like frost had spent a lot of time with the offense and he did but he definitely got time just watching the defense like he would go over and just watch the defensive players and you know he was around the quarterbacks a lot and he obviously whenever it was a scrimmage he would i mean he was I mean, he went and talked to defensive players if they messed up, and he would say, and hell, I didn't know what they messed up, but he saw something and he'd go point it out. And he would, it, it just, it was interesting to see him roam the field and really kind of dabble. And I guess I, maybe a preconceived notion he was solely an offensive guy. And that was not what I saw. Well, he, co- he coached a lot of
0: defense in his early career. Yeah. I mean,
1: he played defense in the NFL. I mean, absolutely. He knows that. He knows that side of the field also.
2: Yeah, and he's a head coach. I mean, he should be looking at the whole field.
1: So Todd, I want to ask you: Are there, after seeing what you did on Saturday, are there any position groups that you gain more confidence headed into the fall than what you have thought maybe before?
2: I mean, wide receiver. I mean, yeah. it, it, it's. There's just Alonte Brown did not practice. Chris Hickman did not practice. Both of those guys, I would imagine, or especially Alonte Brown, are gonna contribute. Um, but but it, it's it's hard to be like, like I'm literally sitting there saying like, can they find a way to get Jamie Nance on the field? Like he looked pretty good. Like, and I'm like. Well, he's probably the 10th best wide receiver, so I don't know how they're going to find a way to get him on the field, but, like, I mean... Again, that sounds like a pretty good problem to have. It's a great problem to have. So, yeah, I I would say wide receivers, I mean, you know, I I don't want to go in there and say that they're the best unit we have. I'm not going to go that far, but, uh, yeah, I felt really... and, And defensive backs. I mean, I already knew the defensive backs were good, but, like, again... Deontay Williams and uh, um, Cam Taylor-Brett they're, I mean, they're as good of defensive players as we have
1: So on the other side of that, is there any position groups that you have less confidence headed into 2021?
2: I mean, it's hard not to go with running back
0: I mean, yeah. it's which, just which you had pretty much zero confidence to begin with. Yeah, I but, mean,
1: how do you go less than zero, Derek?
0: <laughs> I mean, it, it's just again, it, again, it's 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 all the, not practicing. Like, yeah, when
2: when you only got two scholarship guys practicing, it, I mean, and they yeah, looked fine, they and they looked points. fine. But like again, like I go back to that one individual drill because it's hard to tell with running backs because they're not tackling. So it's hard to tell, like, a lot of these drills, like, well, did they actually break it, or did the deep linebacker let up? But that, watching yeah. that pass protection, it was like, yeah. And, and even the speed, like, I look like, I mean, and again, not shocking, looked like both Logan Smothers and Adrian Martinez were both quicker than any running back we had on our roster, which, again, is probably not shocking. No.
1: Yeah. Uh. Here's your opportunity for any other nuggets of uh, observations from practice.
2: Yeah, I, I I feel like I probably hit most of it. So if you guys have any more questions or anything, I'll do it. But the last thing I'll say is you you always hear like sports. Who's the last guy to leave the field? Who's the last person to stop working? And um, incoming freshman um, Kapai from South Dakota, um, when everything was done, all the shenanigans, um, you know – he, he started doing more drills with a grad assistant or an analyst or whoever it was um and he was doing some more drills and i just thought that was really interesting something i didn't see reported um that he was out there still trying to do that um you know outside of that though like i said i mean it was again a lot of seven on sevens um or it, four on fours a lot a lot of live ish action plays that you saw and probably more so than i would have expected at a normal practice
1: derek you got any questions more questions
2: no i don't
0: i do have one question for you i guess me can we talk yeah can we talk i know tyler hates him and he would just rather him fall off the face of the planet but can we talk about husker baseball for like two minutes yes i have one more more question for tyler i have
1: one more question for tyler all right. How many pages of notes did you take while you were witnessing this practice?
2: I, I got I got through four, um, and, and it was interesting. Like I had a couple people come up to me and say, uh, "Why? Are you, what, what are you writing down?" And uh, and I, you should I have told me you were an NFL scout. I, I should have. Said. I should have. <laughs> but I you know I mentioned the podcast. So if any of the people that sat next to me that asked me questions are listening tonight. Uh, you know, th- this is kind of what I saw. You probably saw the same things, but yeah, I mean, it was a, uh, yeah, it was. I had my, I had my sheets of rosters, and I was going through and trying to pay attention. Man, uh, I needed you, Derek. I needed you there. So oh, I wish uh, I could have been there. I really do.
1: So after people started asking you what you were doing, did you kind of feel like a weirdo taking notes? 100 percent.
0: I was like a dweeb.
2: And, and Justin, I think oh, I even so – said so that's the, why you needed to be there, to, to to be the weirdo. Yeah, I need another weirdo <laughs> taking <the>, – But, like, <laughs> just I think I even mentioned, like, I'm bringing a notebook in here. And I started taking more videos after that. And I, I think I posted a few on social media. And honestly, my videos, like, sometimes I just took, like, a four-minute practice roll that I can't really upload onto Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Um, but most of them just don't work – didn't work out. I, I had poor timing on some of the stuff that I was. I didn't really I catch any – any and, great plays. that's tough to do. It's, yeah. it's tough. I
1: mean, I'm, I'm to, to surprised guess. that you you offered as much in-depth stuff as you did. I mean, you, you were pretty rock solid. You were way more in-depth than what I would have been if I would have been sitting at that uh, well, practice.
2: What, what Justin would have been like is like, Tyler, Tyler, did you see that one overthrown ball by Adrian Martinez? Yeah. Like,
0: <laughs> If Justin would have been there, he'd be like, yeah, we're still going to be a three-win team. Yeah,
2: well, I mean, there,
1: there's no concession line, so you would have found me in the concession. line. I was like, "Yeah, shit, I missed all of that because I was getting popcorn and a hot There, dog. there was
2: no concession line, but no, you, every one of anyone there would have been like, "Omar Manning, like he yeah. he he looks like a dude." Like, I'm glad. I mean, and again, we'll see. I mean, I will say there was a there was at least one drill he sat out in. Um you know, I'm not say I'm not gonna sit here and say he's he's undoubtedly the best wide receiver. I'm not gonna go I'm not gonna go to these extremes, but like if he's healthy, he will be playing on Saturday. I
1: All hope right, let's so. get into Husker baseball. Husker baseball a clean sweep there, Derek. Hey, clean sweep of Penn State this weekend, baby.
0: Yeah. Man, I tell you what, they're still in first place. Uh Michigan's playing good ball too, but I, I can't wait for that series. Unfortunately, by the time we play them, it'll be the last series of the year. Uh, God, they're, Will Bolt is looking like a great hire. I, I know – I'm not trying to compare him to any of the other hires, but he's doing things with that baseball team that nobody expected him to do. Well, they're- and, and, and essentially year one because he only played like, what, eight games last year and it was all non-con. Yeah. Uh, but he looked great know, against
1: Baylor. Baylor had a great team last year. I, I was there,
0: but but his overall record didn't look great last year and this year. Uh, I this, I believe when I was listening to the game Saturday, they said this is the best Nebraska's been record wise since 2008. When the, yeah. and that last time and the last time we were this good, we had a regional in Nebraska. Yeah. So. Uh, the only reason I think people aren't taking us too seriously right now is because we're in the Big Ten, and we didn't have any non-conference games, so we don't have a lot to compare. And Big Ten's never been a big, huge baseball conference. But, but I think we've beat, outside of Michigan and Indiana, I think we've beat all top of the top six teams that was preseason top six Big Ten teams when Nebraska didn't even make that top six. Yeah. And I think we beat every one of them but those two. And uh, Nebraska hasn't lost a series yet, guys. You
1: remember when uh, when, when they came, the media came out with their predictions and they came out with their top six? And I was like, how the hell did they not have Nebraska in the top six? And Tyler was the only one dismissive of Nebraska. I'm like, I guarantee these motherfuckers, they are going to finish higher than the, the top six. I guaranteed it.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's a there's a long season. There's still, I mean, they're about halfway through the season. I, I believe well, Penn State was about the halfway point of the season. Yeah, but I mean, hell, hell they're in first place halfway through the season? So, man, I, they're pitching really well. They're batting mostly well. They 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 struggle a little bit against Penn State batting. Uh, they they were talking Friday today. night. They, <laughs> No, well, they did though. I mean, they they scored five runs, but they left a lot on the field. Yeah. Uh, they left a lot of running uh, base uh, base runners stranded and things that need to be cleaned that could be cleaned up. Pitching was really good today. I uh, it just I, I I I am so shocked and surprised on what Nebraska baseball is doing right now. Yeah. I really am. Like I, I expect to be maybe top six, but. When I was thinking top six, I was thinking, okay, maybe they'll be the fourth or fifth best team in the conference. Just to sit here and think that they could be number one,
1: yeah, I, I didn't think that was going to be possible. But, but wow. especially
0: with Michigan and Indiana, because they're yep. both really good teams right now, and we got to play both of them yet. But we'll see what happens.
1: Hey, the girls' volleyball—they were on today. They play tomorrow. They uh, crushed, absolutely crushed Baylor. And uh, you know, as everybody knows, you know, I live here in Waco. And so if it wasn't gonna be Nebraska, you know, I'd be rooting for Baylor. But uh they absolutely dominated that game. They play Texas tomorrow. So uh I'll be wearing my Husker volleyball shirt again tomorrow.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's that's a that's a must watch. We're getting to the point in the season where Derek might actually start watching volleyball. Uh, I'll have to I'll have to start tuning in. Yeah. I, I did see I did see where
0: Nebraska volleyball made their thirty fourth regional, I believe it was, which is the most of any other volleyball team out there.
2: Wow! So that's it's pretty damn cool. I mean, I mean, is I mean, I I know that there, there's people that will say like, is Nebraska Nebraska is clearly a volleyball school at this point, right? Like, we're is there? I mean, I don't know the history of volleyball. It could be a women's bowling team. Well, no school, one cares. But, mean, like, but, like, Nebraska volleyball, like, we are clearly the best volleyball program in the country. Like, right? I mean... Yeah. Is there yeah. even, like, a second place at this point? No, I and mean... the Big Ten has a lot of good right, volleyball right, teams. Right
0: now, this year, we're going to have to get past Wisconsin still, because Wisconsin's pretty damn good, too. Did you see
1: that Minnesota lost?
0: No, I didn't.
1: Yeah, they lost to Pittsburgh in the fifth set.
0: Oh, wow. I was out... I was out golfing today. I didn't really get a chance to pay attention. Yeah.
1: It's uh it, it's crazy, but yeah, it's it's fun. It reminds me of watching my daughter at the uh, club volleyball events that uh <laughs> all those years because just watching them today is like my goodness. I, I, even my wife, she comes out and she's like, "What is this club volleyball?" <laughs> no, this is this is the Sweet 16 of college volleyball. But uh, anyway, yeah, we'll we'll st- we'll, uh, we'll keep watching all of those sports. There, uh, we're gonna go ahead and get out of here. Uh, I don't know. We're we gonna have a podcast this week. This is kind of a special episode on Sunday. No, we'll we'll see what happens. Well, yeah, see- maybe the
2: coach will say something interesting if if
0: anything huge comes out. Maybe, but okay. Outside of that, we'll look for. Next week, which will be our 200th episode. 200.
1: Yeah. Oh, wow. 200. You're right. This is episode 199.
2: Yeah, we'll have, to, we'll so, have to hope, hope that we're well, getting close to We're about uh 13 days from spring practice or a spring we'll, game. We'll, we'll have to have
0: a big special spring game preview for uh, our 200th episode, yeah. I think.
2: Bring back Patrick, maybe.
1: Let's do it. And Kentucky Derby is that day, just in case you guys need another reminder. But special thanks to uh, our producer, Connor Russell, for putting this audio together for us. Be sure to follow the Husker cast on Twitter, at Husker Cuzcast. Like us on Facebook. Look for episodes anywhere you get your podcast. Hit that subscribe button, and don't forget to rate and review. On behalf of Derek and Tyler, we want to thank everybody for listening, and as always, go Big Red.